Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Moving Into the Future. Today, we have a very special episode. I don't know if you've seen the news lately, but the Advanced Group has a new employee. We're joined by Brian Martin, Senior VP of Sales at the Advanced Group. Uh, Brian, welcome to the team, brother. Jack, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. I greatly appreciate it. It's an honor. Uh, it's a privilege to know you both personally and professionally, and I uh, can't thank you enough for having me. Yeah, dude, you know, I've always really admired you and looked up to you. You know, you're somebody in this industry who um, who's a leader, you know, and, and, and does well and, you know, is, is one of the top salespeople, business development people in this industry. And, you know, I definitely want to talk about that on this episode. Um, but, you know, you, there's clearly a lot going on. And, um, you know, I, for the record, too, I found the news out the same time as everybody else did. Um, you know, I had no idea this was happening. Um, you know, I was talking to Brad and, and he made a, 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 a comment about it. And like, I was still unknown about what was going on. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? And he didn't respond to me after that. And then once the news dropped that you were coming to the advanced group, I was like, oh, that's what you were talking about. <laughs> and uh, it was shocking, man, because again, you know, we do have a great thing going over here, you know, between obviously, you know, Jeff, myself, Mark, Vivian, um, all the salespeople, Anthony does a great job uh, of leading us. Um, so to add you, you know, it's, uh, it, it's like when LeBron James went to the heat, which is kind of uh, a nice little segue because you just moved to Florida yourself, huh, man? I did. I got a little bit of a glow here right now already. I've been here for about uh, a week and a half. Uh, I'm still unpacking. I think I have 200 boxes in my house right now. My house smells like a cardboard factory at this point. But yeah, it's uh, the stars align perfectly. I'll be honest with you, Jack. It just it just really worked out, you know, and, and I'm so excited to be on such a dynamic team. So yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And really, you are a great addition. And so now you were obviously in D.C. How'd you uh, what made you want to move to Florida? So first and foremost, my family's down here. Uh, my mom and dad are down here. Uh, we, my wife and I spend about two weekends a month in the Fort Myers, Cape Coral area. And uh, I, I slowly started migrating things down here. I started doing more boating down here. Boating is a big passion of mine. So I moved the boat down here and, and would come down every two weeks to really get some boating in, learn the waterways. Um, and then really just the pace of life down here, uh, as I'm sure you know, the DC, DC life is very much like the New York City life, right? It's hustle and bustle, 24-7, nonstop, on the go, which, which I absolutely thrive off of. But at the same time, having a little bit of a slower pace of life is never a bad thing. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's what I was really looking forward to. Yeah, because, you know, you have, you, you've accomplished so much so far. Um, you know, as, and, and you're still relatively young. You're like, what, like you're under 40, right? No, yeah, I'm 30, I'm 38 right now. Yeah. So under 40, but I mean, I've been in the industry now 20, almost 20 years, almost 20 years. Um, you know, so it's, it's time that I thought if I was going to make a switch and I was going to do something, now is the time to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, my wife and I don't have children. We have a, a little puppy. So it was like, Hey, let's get him down to the heat. Let's get him activated to the water and let's do it. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, you know, like I said, you've accomplished so much, you know, being in the industry 20 years, you've, uh, you've seen yourself grow, you've established yourself certainly. And, um, you know, now this is a place where you can, um, continue to grow and accelerate. And, you know, that's what we want to help you with at the advanced group as well. So, you know, that was really my first question is considering, 
you know, how much success you've had and everything you've done in your career, uh, you know, what made you choose the advanced group? Because really you could have gone anywhere. You could have started your own thing if you wanted. So, so what made you choose the advanced group? Jack, uh, over the years, we've worked together. Team. So, I mean, we're, we're approaching, we're approaching 10 years of working together. Right. And we, we get to spend time in the trenches together on projects uh, when you guys in the trenches, when I'm servicing projects for you. And then what, twice a year, maybe three times a year, we would get together and collaborate at an OMA conference. Right. And, and we would spend the personal time together. And, and I always absolutely dug the culture. And I thought that it was always just a really good fit. Um, it's like when two best friends become separated over the years and then they get back together and they don't miss a beat. Right. Yeah. So right. that's what, I mean, that right there in itself, the company culture, um, the forward thinking mentality, uh, you know, I, I did a quote last week about my, when I joined the advanced group, uh, kind of about what drew me to the advanced group. And it, it was the sales focused forward thinking mentality that really drew me to, to the firm. Right. I mean, the, the growth trajectory, what, what, everybody wants to do, everyone's moving in the same direction, you know, and, and being a sales minded organization, which I really, really think that Anthony who leads the pack is, is a sales minded individual. That's what I was looking for. And that's what I thrive off of, you know, and that's something that, you know, you, you celebrate the wins, right? You minimize the losses, you talk about it you learn from it and you move on. And I think that was something, um, Jess Overseen and I had a great conversation in Scottsdale about that, that specific, you know, that specific, a topic about the losses and minimizing while you minimize the loss, you know, you talk about it, you learn from it, and then you move on to the next one. And I think that's how salespeople are wired ultimately, right? They, they're, they're focused on the wins and, and you care more about losing than you do about winning. And that's something that I, um, that's, that's how I'm wired. Yep. Yep. And, 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 and you're absolutely right too. You know, we do. And I remember when I first sat down with Anthony, that was one of the things I noticed you know, very quickly as well too, is his, you know, his business savvy and his background in sales was the reason why the advanced group made so much sense for me too. And, and I can see you saying that too. And as far as that mentality as, uh, you know, there's going to be wins and losses in sales, but the, the whole point is to continue to move forward. You know, it's peaks and valleys and there's going to be big wins and there's going to be hard losses, but you just got to continue to move forward and that's one of the things both Jeff and Anthony do a very good job as is, is never losing faith and faith. And I think between me and you, you know, they would, there would never be a reason to lose faith. You know, we, we've both seen success as far as, you know, what we do and the business we bring in and stuff like that. But not only that, you know, if I'm having a down month or, or anything like that, like there is never a moment of falter. They have full confidence and, you know, full belief that we can go out there and, and do our jobs. We're all good people. You know, we all do business in, in this industry the right way, um, which, which, which makes it very important too. So having that faith behind you. Um, and I think the other thing is too, is we're both entrepreneurial in our own right, right? So like we have the drive and motivation to go out there and get it ourselves. And I think that's a big uh, like key aspect or quality to hold at the advanced group because Anthony and Jeff are going to give you that, that, you know, arm's length, and they're going to give you the freedom to go do your job. Well, I mean, you see it, you're in Florida now, we're a New York based company, but there's, there's never any doubt, you know, you're going to be able to, to do your job well. And then if you need something from us, you know, whether it's additional coordinationing, marketing, um, I say us, you know, from Jeff and Anthony, um, 
it's always there for you. And like, again, to have that and to say, you know, Jeff, I'm thinking about this. I want to do this from a marketing standpoint. I mean, look at this podcast, like, you know, that evolved completely out of nowhere. Um, and it's turned into something so great. And this would not have happened anywhere else, but the advanced group. So it's stuff like that, you know, it's the creative thinking. It's the, um, the ability to say yes, you know, and, and give it a shot. Let's see how it works. Um, and then take it from there that, that makes this place, you know, really uh, special and, and a great place for sales-minded individuals to work, like you said. You know, and Jack, the other thing that, that, that you touched on and I want to expand a little bit upon is going back to when we all got together in Scottsdale and even take it a step further, I think two years ago, maybe it was Vegas or New Orleans, but you, you brought different layers of support with you to the OMA conference, which I thought was, was critical, right? Because it's one thing for us to all be talking one language, but the people that are back, even in the trenches at the office, the fact that you bring some of your coordination staff and the fact that they get to see the camaraderie and they put such a value in the network that we've all created. It's, I mean, that is, that is taking it next level, right? right. I mean, and I think that, and I, and I think you would agree that when you get everyone rowing in the same direction, that the, the sky's the limit, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's, and that's, a, that's one of the hardest parts about having a small business is, you know, is, is, is getting the buy-in at every level. And especially again, in our industry, because you're talking about so many dynamic roles and uh, responsibilities, you know, whether it's a salesperson or a coordinator or the project managers or movers, you know, you need buy-in from so many people. And again, we have it at the advanced group. It's why it operates so well. Um, you know, and then, and then beyond the advanced group, you have that at the OMA level too, which, you know, also makes our jobs, you know, so much easier and provides us with just such a dynamic uh, amount of resources that, you know, simply doesn't exist, um, you know, anywhere else. And, and see, you know, that's something interesting about your career as well, because you said you've been doing it 20 years. You've really seen this national accounts game, like grow and play out and you've grown with it and, and seen it develop on your own set, uh, on your own side. You know, I the first question is, at what point in your career did you really start to see like the national account game start to really start work for you? And, um, you know, when did you also learn that, you know, moving was going to be like long-term for you? Did you know it earlier? Did it take some time? You know, how, how did it work for you? Yeah, no, great question. So I, I was fortunate and I've been fortunate throughout the years to have followed, um, given opportunities from very successful people in the industry. Um, Sanders, uh, he was at, at a very early, early age, I saw his success and he mentored me at a very early age. And then from there, I transitioned over and, and, uh, was teamed up with Paul McGinnis, late Paul McGinnis, who, um, I don't think I could have ever seen And him and I teamed up to really bring on some of the biggest national accounts in, in the country. Right. Um, he had a national account in DC that was top five of the largest accounts. He was doing work from an international level. And he really showed me then, uh, and, and again, over the years, he showed me what it took to get to the next level, to build relationships that would last a lifetime, right? Um, he showed me things that, and one thing I'll never forget is that in our industry, we're a service-based industry. And one quote he always said is, it's about the customer stupid. It's about the customer stupid. On, on days that I'm like, Hey, listen, let's just let it ride. Let's let it ride. It'll, they'll figure it out. He would always say it's about the customer stupid. And I saw that the relationships that he built 
it didn't matter if, if our guys, because again, we're service-based, right? It didn't matter if our guys were having a bad day and the service wasn't there. The relationships gave and afforded him the benefit to make a phone call and say, hey, listen, you guys weren't on your A game today. Um, you guys were kind of probably B plus, maybe C, maybe, maybe C plus, B minus. Come back tomorrow and you'll figure it out and you'll do better. And I think it was at that point that I said, hey, listen, I want to watch and, and watch the fruits of my labor kind of blossom into something where it's an, an annuity being paid for the rest of my career. And that's why national accounts, that's why big account business is kind of what I would like to thrive off of and what I'd like to go after, you know, because that's ultimately what all of us as salespeople want, right? I mean, the grind is tough. And I think, you know, the grind is tough. I think uh, anybody on our team now knows that the grind is tough and anybody in this industry knows that the grind is tough. You know, at some point you want to build a book of business that is just really servicing itself. And it's kind of, um, you know, you're touching base to make sure it's going well. And, and at the same time, you're out chasing new stuff and, and you're getting the thrill of a, of a win. And that's kind of, and that's kind of the trajectory of my career and kind of how it's gravitating. And, and I'm sorry, I might have missed it. You, you broke up a little bit. Who was the first uh, gentleman you mentioned? Was his last name Alexander or what was it? No, no, no. Uh, he, he's with Alexander's. Uh, Steve Delaney. Oh. Steve Delaney oh, Alexander's okay. facility group. Yeah, he, um, he really got me into the industry and, and really showed me the way and showed me kind of, hey, listen, as a national account salesperson, this is what you could potentially have. And that's kind of, uh, I mean, I, I thank him to this day for everything that he's done. And obviously, Paul, Paul was a phenomenal partner of mine. So I thank him as well. And was that, at what point was that in your career? Was that like early, early? Like, you know, like. That was probably within the first, first two, three years. I saw with the potential. Because at that point, Steve had been in the industry for, for probably 20 years as well. And he was probably at the age that I am now. And I was, I was younger. I think I was maybe 20. And I'm sitting here saying, wow, this is, this is what I want to do. This is what I aspire to be like. Yeah. So, and it was, I mean, that's, I saw that. And he kind of gave me the roadmap, Jack. He really gave me the roadmap of saying, listen, it's not going to come overnight. It's going to, this, right. this is a journey. This is a, this is a long, long road uh, to get down. And that's when I was like, okay, it's going to take a while. And it's going to start with one small project that will lead to a bigger project that will lead to a bigger project. And ultimately you'll be managing the work nationwide. Right. Yep. And, and, you know, it's just, so just to put that in perspective for listeners, if you're following along, you know, you started this journey in national accounts 15 years ago. And I mean, obviously you are where you are now, um, but it is a grind and it takes a long time. And that's something, you know, as somebody who's really only been doing it now for, I'll be going on three years. Um, you know, that's just something you have to constantly remind yourself, like you're playing a long game here. And I remember I was, uh, I was at an OMA conference I think we might have been in Scottsdale last year and I was talking to you about it. And um, I, th I think I was having this exact conversation, like, you know, like it's tough and, you know, I'm doing well, like I'm getting there. Um, but, you know, I'm like trying to get where you are. And I remember you said to me, he's like, dude, you're going to get to where I am. Like, don't worry about it. And I remember that meant a lot to me. I was like, you know, you're, you're right. I probably will. Um, but like it was um, it's just it takes. It takes a lot, a lot of work. And you mentioned it too, as far as like Tom Hinckley calls them no touch accounts where you can get those accounts set up and let them operate. And then, you know, you're moving and you're looking at, you know, the next uh, partner to bring on and job to close and so on and so forth. That's something that I'm, I, I have a couple of no touch accounts. I shouldn't say no touch, but like, you know, operational accounts, if you wish, you know, that, yeah, right. Um, that's really what I envisioned for like the, advanced group, national move management, 
division. Like, you know, I'd like to get it to a point where we have, uh, you know, significant number of accounts operating and like an entire division just servicing those accounts on a daily basis. You talked about, you know, the residuals and annuities and stuff like that. And like, you know, watching that type of business grow year over year over year um, is something that's really excited to me. You know, is, is that something you've done over your career and like it's kind of seen happen and stuff like that? It is. It is. It's something that I've seen kind of grow. Um, so, so one thing that, that is, is important to note, Jack, is that I think the buyer is changing a little bit. Right. So um, back when I was watching, you know, I would say midway through my career thus far, you know, the, the buyer was was about high touch. Right. And, and the relationships. And I think that that's I think that as the demographic of buyers change and become a bit younger, I think the younger generation likes to have what I call the easy button where they just want to know that it's being taken care of and, you know, reach out. Sure. You know, shake a hand, kiss a baby every now and then. But at the end of the day, they want to make sure that it's just being taken care of. And I think mm -hmm. that's as, as we gravitate and as you expand on your career and as, as you, I think, see, and you're going to find out that more people want less touch and they just want to know that it's taken care of. Yep. Absolutely. No, I think you're, I think you're right. And, you know, that's the thing. It's, uh, you know, the, the number of dinners you go out with to like wine and dine people to like get the deal nowadays, it's, it's minimal. And obviously you still entertain and stuff like that, but you know, sure. 10 years ago, if you will, that was imperative to like the process and like creating that relationship. We were talking about that before. Um, but nowadays, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's people, I have clients nowadays who I've never even met, like, you know, like, you know, and I do this work for, and they're, they just know I come, I can get it done um, all around the country. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's stuff like that now. And the easy button is a, it's an interesting concept because I constantly think about that. And, and one of the things I excel at in the advanced group, it sells at, um, and, and OMA as a whole is, uh, finding different technology solutions for these different clients. And, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as like setting up like a Google drive for the client, just keeping them organized in some sense. But then other times, you know, it's a little bit more technical where you need um, remote control or I just incorporated Tiger tracks with a client um, or Tiger smart, sorry, Nadine, um, Tiger smart for, uh, you know, asset management and stuff like that. And it's like technology solutions like that and, and listening and understanding to your client's needs and then setting them up accordingly with stuff like that, you know, that's how you build those, those no type touch accounts. And they come to you. I've always said it. We are more consultant than we are like, you know, salesperson. A lot of times, you know, like, you know, we, we were brought in for our, our technical knowledge of the, the moving and workplace industry, um, which is obviously very niche. And, uh, you know, but when, when, when you, ha when we have those opportunities to come in, and, and do that work for people and you do it well, you're going to set yourself up for long-term success. Um, what do you think, you know, obviously you haven't been here a long time, but you know the company relatively well, you know, what are, what are your type of goals here? Obviously you just want to keep doing what you're doing, but you know, is there anything else that, uh, you know, considering the resources we have at the advanced group with our IT and tech teams, and uh, you're getting to know a little bit more about the marketing aspect and, and, and Lisa and what we have at our disposal there. Is there anything interesting or unique you're trying to work on more here, you know, as, as you bark on this new journey? You guys have a great thing working right now. And, and I think that it's, it's all I'm looking to do is complement that, right? Yeah. I'd like to bring some of the best practices um, that I've used over the last 15 years that have really worked. Uh, 
a significant part of, of growth over the last year. Um, I think that the industry as a whole is really changing. The landscape is changing. Um, commercial moves as we know it are changing, right? Yeah. Um, you touched on technology. I think that we have, we as a team have to be able to pivot to really what our clients are looking for. I think we need to leverage technology and use it when applicable. Um, but ultimately, I'm really looking to complement some of the processes, some of the best practices, take them on the next practices, and really just help evolve and grow the team uh, to be just a, a massive player uh, in, in, the, in the national market, especially the national account market. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of wanted to touch on something you said there as far as the industry changing and, and things like that, because it definitely is. And like commercial office moving, you know, is changing. And what do you think you, you've seen it? You've been doing it longer than I have clearly, obviously, you know, wh what do you think those changes are? And like, how do you see us best positioning ourselves as the advanced group and also OMA, you know, and, and, and we already kind of touched on it too, in terms of having that easy button and just being available for clients. But like even just the nature of a move, you know, like a lot of times now it's a box and it's a computer. And if you, if you compare that to like 30 years ago, you know, you're moving cubicles and you're moving, you know, file cabinets and all the files and all that stuff. And like, that doesn't exist anymore. Now, on the other end of that though, is people move far more often. There's much more transitioning with Mac moving and things like that. But how do you see the industry transitioning? Cause you have a lot of high, you know, big accounts and you probably see it better than I do. You know, what, what do you think about that, you know, in the next three to five, 10 years? Jack, 15, even even as, as early as 10, 15 years ago, you know, a, a, a thousand person move was probably a six to seven figure. I mean, it, it could potentially be a six to seven figure project. Right. Now, now you're looking at a thousand person move is maybe a five figure project. To your point, one computer and one crate. Right. I mean, it's just it's not what it used to be. Um, I, I think that COVID um, had a huge impact on our industry, right? Uh, I think it, 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 it made the industry realize that people don't necessarily need to be tied to an office in order to be productive. I think we're seeing that come back, uh, you know, come back slowly, but it's not making the comeback that I think we as industry professionals would hope. Um, but I really see, I see us as the advanced group and as OMA needing to diversify our service offerings, kind of take, a, take off the blinders and realize that we are capable of so much more than what we've done in the past. Mm -hmm. um, as you very well know, uh, decommissioning is I'm sure a huge entity within, um, within your business portfolio. And it's, it's always, it's been a big piece of, of mine, but now it's getting even bigger. bigger. Um, I think that we need to start looking at things from a sustainability perspective yep. if we're going to be doing so much decommissioning we need to look to see how we can minimize our carbon uh, footprint with the planet right i mean if we're disposing of thousands of, of workstations or thousands of office setups i mean we have to figure out how we can break that down and how we can recycle as much as possible reuse as much as possible so i, I think that from from a next step three to five year projection I just, I see us going back to what you said, being in more specialty projects, if you will, right? Um, and, and really looking at it from a total different perspective than just your standard office move, right? So I think that's one side of it. I think the other side of it is the technology piece of it, leveraging our team, 
uh, take our, what would be your standard disconnect, reconnect. I'm looking at three monitors right now, right? Disconnect, reconnect, that, that changes by the month. Um, way that you do wire management's different. I mean, and then what you're doing is you're helping your people grow, right? You're, you're not just an office mover. You're a certified PC technician. Right. I just and, and take that a step further out of racks. You're doing the wire migrations. I mean, the sky is the limit with our industry and it's really all what we want to make of it and what we want to pivot to. I agree. I agree totally. And, you know, a couple of things that you mentioned, you know, one in terms of sustainability, uh, that is something that is that that can be a, a key separator. And it's something I do work on myself. Like I've basic, basically created a method. If I have a company who's donating furniture, first of all, I look at the, the quality of it, if it needs to be worth something, but a lot of times it is. And then the quantity of it, if it's high quantity, you can usually liquidate that stuff. You can find a liquidator who's going to take high quantities. It's when it's the, you know, it's when it's the four, five, ten, you know, desks, workstations and stuff like that. But then I've basically created like a list in different markets that I go down. First, I always check with charter schools. Charter schools will always take furniture, always. Um, so I go through them first. If I can't find them, then I start to look into like um, addiction clinics and like stuff like that and like just go down the list and you know, I was in the office with Mark uh, like two weeks back and I was making the calls looking to donate some stuff. It was IT equipment uh, like monitors and there was some file cabinets, chairs. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm taking 10 minutes just to make some calls so I can donate this furniture. And it makes me look good. I'm doing something nice. The client loves it. Like that's the consultation that is what separates us. You know what I'm saying? That's when you become no longer a salesperson and more of that consultant, you know? And you get it. That differentiates you from everybody, Jack. I mean, think about it. Your your average salesperson is not doing that. You know right. what I mean? And that's right. what takes you. I mean, that's what takes you to the next level. Right. Exactly. And like, you know, it's and like it's not time consuming. I was talking with them. I was like, that took me 10 minutes and it means the world to everybody, you know? And like that that's the type of stuff. And then you get into uh, the other aspect as far as the, you know, technicians and, and, and movers and people on site. If, if there is a way that, you know, they can, because we do have those techs internally as far as like IT technicians and stuff like that. But is, if there was a way, and I don't know how, um, to like elevate them further too, um, you know, that's, that's outside of my pay grade. But, you know, through certification programs and training programs and, and something like that, um, th that could, you know, help them better their careers and, you know, become, um, you know, more valuable technicians. Um, I think that's important, too, because, uh, again, like you said, it's the nature of our business. You know, movers are not just movers anymore. I've said it before on this podcast. You know, they are technicians by nature. I mean, obviously, there's always going to be people who need to, like, you know, push dollies and stuff like that. But even still, you're working, you're working a part of a larger team. So like, you know, there's going to be guys on a basketball team who just play defense, you know, they're defensive specialists and stuff like that. It's the same sort of logic. And I, and I think that is very important. And I think if we can, you know, find a way to do that and throughout OMA too. So like, you know, in New York, New York's never going to have a labor problem, right? Like I get that, you know, DC's never going to have a labor problem. You know, these big markets aren't, but like these more secondary markets, how can you make it more appealing where, you know, you're going to get a good living wage as a mover and like, you're also going to grow your career. You know, you're going to become something more 
you know, for, for yourself. Um, if, 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 if that problem could get solved, it would, it would work very well for our industry in the long term. To your point uh, about the technology, um, I, I think it's pretty critical that, uh, that we make note on how we could help our staff grow. And the one thing is that every single uh, small community college, local university, um, they all offer uh, a basic A plus certification um, or you know, help, help to obtaining your A plus certification, which is your standard disconnect reconnect with your hardware. And I really think that even to your secondary markets, you know, some of the smaller markets that might be having a labor, a labor shortage or even, ha even having trouble retain, attracting retaining labor, that we could offer or that they should offer um, you know, those basic courses because now they, they go from being a, a mover, like you, you were talking about, to a PC tech at a very low cost, but you're making that investment in your staff. You know, you're exactly. making that, that investment with, with the people that are really helping you succeed. Exactly. And that's what we were talking about before as far as like, you know, getting the boat rowing in the same direction. And that's the type of thing where I'm sure it could be set up too, like at a local city level where there's like grants and stuff like that, you know, for, for small yeah. businesses to, to reinvest into their employees to, you know, help get their education and stuff like that. That's a great idea. Um, you know, you know, that's a type of thing. And then like, if push comes to shove, you know, I think about this often, but like if, uh, you know, just eventually there's like robots doing these moves. Um, I think that's a long time off. You know, when I say long, probably like at least 15 years. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It's interesting to think about. And the good thing is, is moving's not going anywhere. I think the whole VR meta, uh, like, you know, experiment, it's not going to pull. People, you can't stay on those things forever. Like, people always need stuff. Office space is, is always going to be needed or, you know, commercial space, I should say, whether it's retail, office, industrial, you know, there may be some transitioning. I'm talking specifically like New York City, uh, you know, where, where they um, repurpose um, or rezone commercial for, for residential. But even still, you know, it's movement. And, like, that's, that's the key. So, you know, as far as movement goes, the advanced group do, does it well, and, and you do it well. And, uh, you know, we're excited to have you, man. This, this is really great. I'm excited. I'm going to see you this weekend. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention this. So, you know, my dad's in Cape Coral, too. Um, so I'm going to be down there this weekend. I'm going to see you, man. Listen, let's, yeah, uh, we, will, we will absolutely be getting together. Um, yeah, your dad's right around the corner. Your dad's like maybe seven to eight minutes from where I am right now. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. So if your dad and I start doing happy hours, it's not a big deal, Jack. I mean, it'll probably happen more often than you think. Listen, but, you know. have a blast down there with him. He's going to, uh, he's going to enjoy it. We'll definitely get together this weekend. You know, uh, have a toast to, to, you know, the new teammate and uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm pumped, dude. I, I've always looked up to you, uh, you know, to, to have you on the team, man. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome. So thanks again for coming on. Yeah, we absolutely are. We absolutely are, man. So thanks again for coming on. I'll see you this weekend. And then, uh, you know, we'll do this again another time when, uh, when we got things really rolling. All right. Sounds good, brother. All right. Thanks, man. Talk soon. Thanks everybody for listening.